Welcome back to Gaming Witty. I'm your host, Oren Galati, and today we're actually going to be testing out a new podcast uh, called Gaming Witty Presents The Indie Corner. Uh, it's hopefully going to be a podcast that we do on a weekly basis, and it'll be highlighting um, basically one to three indie games that I've played during the week. Um, basically kind of giving an overview of what the game is, explaining who made it, uh, and explaining, you know, if it's worth your time or not. Uh, I've been seeing obviously and obviously many people in the industry have uh, there are tons and tons of indie games being released every week both on pc and on console and i think uh, the more marketing they can get the better especially the ones that deserve it um, anyways we're going to start off with one that really kind of caught me off guard not because i'm not familiar with the creator but because i just didn't really hear much about the game uh, and that game is subsurface circular uh, came out last year on pc and actually just released a couple weeks ago on the Nintendo Switch, which is the platform that I played it on. It's created by Mike Bithell, who previously created the games Thomas Was Alone and Volume. Both predominantly were PlayStation titles, uh, one of which, Thomas Was Alone, is mainly kind of a puzzle platformer. Uh, Volume was more of a sneaking title, um, kind of a stealthy game akin to the old-school Metal Gear Solid games. But uh, Subsurface Circular is something quite different. It's actually a text-based adventure game. Uh, the premise is that you are a detective, specifically a robotic detective, who gets caught up in an investigation regarding a series of disappearances among the city's robotic working class. The entire game takes place on a subway-style train, uh, hence the name Subsurface Circular. And what unfolds over the you know two to three hours that the game lasts is actually a really, really amazing kind of story. Uh, your entire game takes place in one train car. Uh, you are sitting down as a robot and other robots come in and out of the train car and you basically have conversations with them. Uh, it can be simple conversations where you're just asking about their day and of course if you dive deeper into it, it ends up being kind of like puzzle-like where you have to ask some questions and you get some clues that you'll have to ask another robot. Uh, and really it helps to unfold and kind of flesh out a really, really simple concept into something that's a truly amazing story. Um, you, you learn quite a bit about the entire world and about your character from these small little conversations you're having with these other robots, which is just really a profound uh, thing to be done in a game that is so simple. Uh, usually you have giant open world games and they have to spend hours upon hours building a world and giving you a feel for what happened in the world and all the characters. And in this instance, you have something just really small, really quiet, really tranquil, that really kind of fleshes out its entire story in such a small, compact way. Um, and whether it's the really fantastic dialogue, the interesting different characters that you get and meet along the way, or the fantastic uh, soundtrack that the game has, uh, you truly, really, really owe yourself to play this game, either on PC or Nintendo Switch, which is the two platforms that's available on right now. I can't speak highly enough about it. I can definitely tell you that I've played my sh share, my fair share of adventure games throughout the years, and nothing quite like Subsurface Circular. Uh, especially, I will say the end game, uh, where you the choices you have to make are some of the hardest I've ever had to make in a video game. I really act actually had to sit back and really think of all the consequences of the action and the choices that I was about to make before I made them because. They were so impactful and so detrimental to whatever would happen in that game's world and to the characters uh, in play. Uh, really, really kind of highly recommended from my perspective. And I think that 
everybody and anybody should give it a shot. It was $5.99 on the Nintendo Switch, so well worth it for the two to three hours. Additionally, I will also say it has a really fantastic developer, developer commentary uh, after you beat the game. So basically you can go back and play with the developer commentary. A really, really unique way of how Mike Bithell introduced it into the game and highly recommend you give that a shot after playing through the initial run. Um, the next game is a game that came out last year uh, by Tequila Works, uh, creators of Dead Light and the Sexy Brutal, and that game is Rhyme. Uh, Rhyme is a puzzle adventure game. It's a, probably akin to Zelda and, and Eco, uh, kind of a, mi a mish mixture of those two. Um, it came out last year on the PC, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I recommend to kind of give it a, a try on any platform that you prefer. Uh, in the game, you basically play as a young boy who wakes up on a mysterious island after a massive storm. Uh, he's lost, alone, and confused, and he has to find his way, uh, both by solving puzzles around the island, platforming on the island, um, and eventually unlocking the mysteries behind the island and himself and his past. Uh, it's a really, un not necessarily unique, because the gameplay feels very much like Zelda and in Eco from the other game, from those types of games. Um, and while sometimes the controls can be a little bit finicky, jumping doesn't always go pro appropriately. If you're trying to jump up, sometimes it'll make you jump left. But overall, the game feels great. Visually speaking, it's a really kind of standout title. It's using the Unreal Engine, but the color palette that the game uses, especially in the opening level and the last level of the game, are really, really astounding. Um, it's bright, popping colors, and it really feels like a vibrant, lived-in world uh, with some really interesting... Uh, architecture, some really interesting character design, um, and on top of that, I think for me, what really kind of summed up the whole game was the unbelievable soundtrack. Uh, music plays a big part of my life, and you know, especially in video games, obviously nowadays, music is a very big thing. And the music in this game was simply amazing. Um, I can't tell you how many moments in the game. Uh, that the emotional impact they had, which obviously there are quite a few as you go along with the story and learn quite a bit about the characters and what is actually happening in the game, uh, that music really heightened those emotions. Um, it just sweeping soundtracks, kind of really orchestral and, and really, really emotional. Um, I think that the game overall is something that you should probably give a try to, especially if you liked games like Zelda and Eco and other sorts and other of those sorts. Um, it's not a, it's not a long game. I'd say you can probably beat it in maybe like three to five hours, depending on how much you want to go through and get all the little uh, trinkets and hidden collectibles that are in the game. But overall, a really great game, uh, worthy of your time. You can get it uh, for a very uh, inexpensive price. I think it ranges from about fourteen ninety nine to nineteen ninety nine uh, on the Xbox, which is a platform I played it on. I actually played it via Game Pass uh, last month. It was actually one of the PlayStation uh, Plus games on on PlayStation 4, so you can certainly play it there. Um, but definitely worth a try. Uh, I think something obviously very different from Subsurface Circular, but a game that is definitely worth it. I don't think it got its fair share of the market last year. I think some of the reviews are kind of, kind of down on it just because of the overall feel and controls. Obviously, I'm playing it now after quite a few updates and changes that they've made to the game. So I can't necessarily speak for what it was when it initially released, but I can tell you for... Playing it right now, definitely worth a shot. Uh, and of course, the last game that I'm actually in the midst of playing right now is called The Final Station. Uh, that also released you know, a couple of years ago. Uh, it is 
created by Do My Best Games, and it is their debut title. Um, the game is available on PC, Mac, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Switch, and Linux. So you pick your platform, you'll be able to play it no problem. It did recently come out on the Nintendo Switch. Um, once again, I did play it on the Xbox One via Game Pass. Um, the game itself is basically part side-scrolling action game and part simulation survival game. Um, in it, basically, you are a train conductor caught in a zombie apocalypse. I know you're saying to yourself, oh, great, another zombie game. But I can tell you, I'm not done with it yet, but I'm getting very close. There is definitely more to it than just zombies, um, which is kind of what's the interesting part about the story. Um, but basically, beyond that zombie apocalypse kind of premise, uh, you're basically, you gotta utilize your wits and your train uh, to survive, rescue survivors, and ultimately uncover the truth of what happened to the world. Um, it's really, really interesting. The side-scrolling sections basically have you as your small pixel sprite character, which pixel graphics in the game are really, really great. Uh, it's a very retro-style feel. If you like retro styles, you like pixel art, you're definitely going to love the style of this game. Uh, but basically, side-scrolling game, you have melee to fight off some of the zombies, which is recommended since it is very much a survival game and you want to conserve your ammo. Or you have your shooting, which is done with the right stick aiming. Uh, very much like a side-scrolling shooter. And uh, in those areas, you're, gonna, you're going through the levels, you're opening doors, you're finding equipment and scrap material, as well as rescuing those survivors. And then you're going to take back all that stuff and the survivors and go on a train, because basically you're driving, you're taking a train from station to station uh, to eventually get to, hence the name, your final station and where the game ends. And on the train is kind of where you have the simulation survival aspect. So your rescued uh, survivors, they all have health levels and food levels. And you have to monitor that. You're going to have to give them food. You're going to have to give them med kits to keep them alive. You also have some sl small mini games on the train for par parts of the train that are kind of falling apart that you have to fix. It's simple, easy stuff. Uh, it can certainly get complicated when you have up to six survivors on your train, especially when you're low, low, uh, running low on food and med kits. But... It's uh, not as stressful as you think it might be, uh, and definitely worth a try as well. Uh, once again, a very different game from Rhyme and Subsurface Circular, uh, but one that I think I recommend, uh, especially if you enjoy survival games and you enjoy, um, you know, kind of simulation games. Uh, the side-scrolling parts are not necessarily very hard. Uh, I would say, as I mentioned before, conserve your ammo and kind of focus on doing melee attacks or even potentially just avoiding the enemies altogether. You don't have to kill everything, you just have to get through the areas. Um, overall, I'd say it's a, a, a good game to play, uh, not too expensive, available on many platforms, um, and definitely something that I think is, is quite different. Uh, it's also another game that is also short, so all three of these games are have that in common. Uh, the Final Station, uh, from my guesstimate of playtime I've had now and how close I am to the end, it's about, you know, maybe four or five hours. Uh, could potentially be a little less than that, depending on, on how good of a gamer you are. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a very fun little title to kind of jump in, do a quick level, which they last about five, ten minutes, potentially. Could be longer once again, depending on how much searching you want to do. Pop out, go back in again later. So it's a really fun kind of quick title. Um, highly recommended. So, you know, in summation, obviously we had Subsurface Circular, we had Rhyme, and The Final Station. All very different indie games, all very unique indie games, uh, and all games that I actually highly recommend. I'm sure there'll be different podcasts uh, in the indie corner that uh, 
maybe I won't necessarily recommend, or maybe I'll have some things negative to say about. Uh, but for right now, these first three debut in the indie corner, I do highly recommend each a very different play style, and they're definitely worth a look. Um, that's it for the indie corner this week. Stay tuned for next week's show. Uh, in addition, we'll be coming back next week with the uh, main Gaming Witty podcast, and we'll be talking about uh, a certain uh, Yakuza-esque title that's coming out in April. Uh, excited to talk about that. And uh, always feel free to follow us on Twitter at ProperWitty. Uh, send me over any emails or questions you have at orin at properwitty.com. And uh, until next week, have a great one.